Vic for short, and I am the founder of an Australian-made clothing brand called Irving and Powell. I'm a Sydney girl and I'm fortunate to live in Mossman with my husband, three school-age kids and our puppy dog, Buster. I'm going to admit that I have attempted to record this multiple times over the last couple of weeks, but life just kept getting in the way. So I've had a bit of time to think about my routine and I keep coming back to the fact that with a busy family of five, I'm not sure routines exist. I can tell you that I aspire to have routine in my week, but inevitably someone gets sick or doesn't sleep well the night before, or frankly, I just don't have the energy. But I do have a few smaller routines, small wins that I can control that either come from a place of habit or something that I need to do so the family can function and I can just get on with my day. I make school lunches the night before, I shower every morning and follow a skincare routine, which annoyingly has become more complicated and time consuming as I get older and feel the need to add in more and more products and steps, which really do I, but I'm too scared to stop. I try to get some form of exercise done in the early morning, especially during the week. I'm pretty routine about the breakfast that I have in that I'll have it pretty much daily, although after a couple of months I get bored and switch to something else, and coffee. Coffee, I have a very strict regimen, but more about that later. Anyway, I have deviated off the to-do list, of course, and must get back to Sky's question. So on a good day, my morning starts somewhat regrettably at 5.40 a.m. The first thing I do is wish I could stay in bed for an hour more, but unfortunately the day must get going. Recently, I've been trying to hit my local gym extend bar two or three times a week for a 6 a.m. hit class. I definitely approach the gym with utter dread, but once I'm there, I do love that I can just get in, get it done, and be back to see my high schooler off before he leaves for school. It's something that helps me to feel like routine is alive and well in my life, but I have to be honest, I don't come to exercise naturally. I'm not one of these people who bounces out of the gym high on endorphins. For me, it's just something I know I have to do. An old maid of mine takes the class he's a, and he's amazingly focused and driven and is constantly standing over me to make sure I hit the target RPM on the bike. Of course, I never do, but I appreciate his persistence with me. Am I a one or two cup of coffee girl? So coffee is where I am a real creature of habit. For me, no morning is complete without a quick stop at our local bakery, Berkelo, for a strong flat white. I try to carve out 10 minutes and actually sit down and drink it there rather than take it away. For me, it is just one of the joys of my day. I love the sense of being a regular where they know your name and your order. You have a little chat with the barista. You might even get to know some of the other regulars and a really lovely rapport develops over time. Of course, there are mornings where I order and go, but I do think there are just some times in life that it's good to just stop, sit, 
enjoy and then move on. I usually start my working day. Well, I drop my primary kids off to school, coffee of course, and then heading into our combined office warehouse space. Earlier this year, we relocated our office to a new space in Freshwater on Sydney's northern beaches. We now have this office with gorgeous wooden floors. It's filled with beautiful sunshine when it's not raining, of course and I can even bring my puppy. So it's just a really lovely space to work. When I started Irving and Powell, it was all done out of home, but over time things grew and the home situation just did not work anymore. I had boxes of stock stored all over the house and it took forever just to fulfill people's orders and get those like logistic type jobs done. So after the first Sydney lockdown, I just realized I needed to be a big girl and find an office space. All that time spent on top of each other showed me that I needed some more structure in my work-life balance. Plus, my husband took to working from home like a duck to water and was around a lot more and he kind of stole my office. So I was really left with no choice. The first thing I do is check emails and print out orders from the night before. I really hate having a full email inbox. I used to be really good at getting it cleared, but that was a long time ago. I definitely have email exhaustion. Actually, I probably have communication exhaustion. Emails, text messages, WhatsApp messages, Insta Instagram DMs from multiple accounts. It's a lot and things are definitely slipping through the cracks and getting missed because I just can't remember which ruddy platform someone has messaged me from. I find that I get my best work done in the afternoon, unfortunately, which doesn't really work with the school pickup run. If I have the energy and the inclination, I also work well into the evening, but these nights are pretty rare as I'm usually totally spent by 8pm reaching for the TV remote and then crashing into bed. I organise the working day by... So this is another place where I have exhaustion. We have implemented all of these tools designed to help with planning and workload, but I find it's almost a full-time job making sure they are kept up to date that I end up just using a written to-do list. But my team really needs these tools, so I force myself to be strict about them. We use Monday for creative and context planning, Plannerly for Instagram scheduling, and I have a running um, Evernote open for to-do lists and ideas that pop up. Secretly, I love the fulfillment side of the job and often jump in to do this. I just love the sense of accomplishment that I get with it. I guess it's quite routine, really. An order comes in, I print it, pull the stock for the order, print the shipping label, and then package it up for the customer, complete with a little handwritten note. I find it so rewarding, probably because the rest of my life is just an ever-evolving to-do list. So for me, it's just so satisfying to complete a task and move on to the next one. When I'm having a really busy week, who helps out? So I feel like this is constantly changing depending on the age and stage of our kids. 
We have two kids now who are very happy to be latchkey. In fact, I think they would prefer it if I just left them alone, really. But then we have our little guy who's in kindy. And I'm definitely using after-school care way more than I did for the other two, and he loves it. I'm starting to become a big fan of after-school care, actually. I think it's a wonderful opportunity for kids to have a free afternoon without scheduled activity and loose supervision, something that I think is really important for their growth. Having my husband work from home a little bit more has been great too. He can often find time to do school pickup, which just means I can stay in the office that little bit longer and eke out almost a full day of work, which is a miracle really. I really think COVID has given us all a bit of a shake up and an opportunity to see that we don't have to be super tied to the office desk anymore. Before COVID, I was never able to lean on him for stuff like this. And it's been amazing all around for our family to have him a little more involved in the day to day. Um, and then otherwise we do have grandparents and family close by that we can lean on in a pickle. My time for exercise. <clears throat> If I'm not hitting the gym, then it's a big walk for Buster and I. Uh, we have a few different routes that we like to do around the area, all involve a dog park and sometimes a dog beach so he can have a run and a swim. I absolutely love this time to myself. I'll pop on a podcast and just pound the pavement. At home, I get distracted too much by definitely the state of my house. I really love my environment to be clean and tidy. I am not a super fastidious person, but I certainly have piles of things all over the place, but I do aspire to have things put away and in their place. So that's why the office is good for me. At home, I feel like I can't really sit down and work until the daily jobs are done, when in reality, those daily jobs aren't going anywhere and they are just as likely to be there tomorrow. So for me, it's best just to step away. My comfort indulgent food is noodles. A hawker stall in Singapore is my idea of heaven. Be it Vietnamese, Chinese, Japanese, Thai, a big bowl of slurpy rice noodles, some protein and slathered in chili sauce, and I'm a happy girl. Plus, I am a firm believer that chicken soup of any kind will cure what ails you. On a bad day, I get up at, uh, I definitely have mornings where I can easily roll over and have another hour of sleep. And we now have children who are of the age that would much rather sneak the telly on and pinch a couple of bickies for a pre-breakfast snack than wake me up so I can sneak in a sleep in every now and then. But I'm also a mum who has had close to 14 years of broken sleep and getting up early. So a sleep in might mean 7.30 if I'm lucky. My brain usually starts stirring at around six, unfortunately. I dream of retirement and using that time to perfect my sleep again. When I am having a bad week, this is what I do to try and get back on track. I tend to just take it a day at a time, really. For me, there's always tomorrow, so I try not to let it bog me down too much. I am generally a glass half full kind of girl, so I guess I'm lucky in that sense. I have recently had moments of feeling crap, 
though, like a dark cloud is over me and it has scared the bejesus out of me. It is definitely tied to the dreaded hormones and it really gives me some insight into what it must be like for people who struggle with mental health and it must be hard. At the moment, I am reading Free Food for Millionaires by Min Jin Lee. I absolutely devoured and loved her novel Pachinko. And I'm enjoying this one too, but for some reason I'm finding it a bit slow for me to get through. Pachinko though, that left a mark for sure. And the TV series is absolutely magical. I loved it so much and highly recommend it. Last night we had chicken and broccoli stir fry for dinner. I also made my favorite spicy Chinese eggplant for those that would eat it, which let's face it was me. <laughs> Last night was a juggle actually, as we had our teenage son's parent teacher Zoom interviews back to back until about 5.30. Um, and given we still have our little guy, I like to have dinner on the table by 6, 6.30. So dinner needed to be quick and easy. Prep work for the stir fry was all done before the call started. Rice was whacked into the rice cooker during a quick break and I have embraced this any day cookware I have just got, which is designed to cook in the microwave. I make the spicy eggplant in the microwave. It gets all soft and delicious. And the best part is that because it's the microwave, you can walk away to do something else. So by the time the Zoom calls were done, I just had to do a quick stir fry of the chicken and broccoli and dinner was on the table. My kids love Asian flavors, thank God, so everyone wolfed it down. The first thing I do once the kids are in bed is, we've got older kids now, so sometimes I'm in bed before them or at least wrapping it up at the same time. But I do love to shut the house down turn down the lights, appreciate a clean kitchen, pour myself a cup of peppermint tea, handful of licorice bullets, and then settle in for an hour of telly. Before I go to bed, I try to wash my face, but I am notoriously hopeless at this, which is bad, I know, and probably negates the skincare routine I did in the morning. I usually go to bed at 9.30. I always read a little, even if it's just a couple of pages to wind the mind down. And who does the washing in your household? What are we talking here, Sky? Washing up or laundry? I'm gonna go with washing up. So over time, I've definitely become more of a wash up as I go kind of girl. I think Jamie Oliver once said he always fills the sink with hot soapy water whenever he gets started in the kitchen. So I, I do that too. So really by the time we eat, the cleanup is pretty minimal and it just depends. We still have the little guy who loves a bedtime story. So we tend to tag team on that. Whoever reads, the other one finishes the cleanup. And seeing as I've been reading the same stories for 14 years, I often put my hand up for the washing. I'm trying to get my older kids to do it more and more though. I have this friend Margie who's a little older than me and she has the same age gap with her kids as I do, except her youngest is 13, so the oldest is now 21. We were finishing lunch at their house the other day and all three of her kids just got up, 
cleared the table and got stuck into the kitchen cleanup. And it was a big cleanup. No questions asked. I was absolutely blown away and now want that in my life. I definitely look to Margie as my family touchstone. I'm like, if she can do it, then so can I. And I think we all need someone to look up to. So those are my, that's my routine. Hope you enjoyed. Victoria started Irving and Powell in 2014 when she noted a gap in the market for good quality basic clothing. You can peruse her gorgeous store and clothes at irvingandpowell.com or at Irving and Powell on Instagram. I love that she appreciates and uses multiple online technology tools within her business and for her staff, but that she loves nothing more than a good old paper and pen to-do list. I think Vic's a great example of mixing the many tools and support mechanisms that we have available to us to allow her to achieve her dreams, i.e. no guilt about extended after-school care. Thanks for listening to Daily Routines. We'll be back next week.